Welcome back to Schneps Connects. We got a new sizzling episode here. It's barbecue season, it's summer, and we have one of our most expert grillers with us who's actually gonna be taking part in our very own ultimate grilling event on Friday, August 5th in the Hamptons, which is called Grill Hampton. It's an annual event that features the best grill masters from New York City against grill masters from the Hamptons. It's hosted by Food God that's got millions of social followers. It's going to be a big party. Anybody that wants to find out about it can check it out at danstaste.com. But let's move on to our guest, Brett Lunsford, who's the executive chef of Blue Smoke, fantastic barbecue restaurant in New York City. He's born in Atlanta, Georgia. Seems like a lot of people that are ultimate grill masters are from the South. And he was raised in Texas and Mississippi. Brett grew up eating a variety of flavors native to the American South. Whether it was grilling with his father, making a pot of seafood gumbo with his granny, or watching Julia Child and Emeril Lagasse on television, Brett's upbringing and love for food drove him to pursue a career within the hospitality industry. Following college, Brett decided to seek formal culinary training, which brought him to New York to enroll in the Culinary Institute of America, produced a lot of great chefs. Brett joined Union Square Hospitality Group as a line cook at Gramercy Tavern and is now the executive chef of Blue Smoke. Blue Smoke is a barbecue restaurant rooted in the culinary traditions of the American South that has found its home right here in New York City. Named for the legendary curl of smoke that rises from perfectly smoked barbecue, Blue Smoke has been a pioneer of New York City barbecue for 20 years. Executive chef Brett Lunsford and the culinary team create food that draws from the diverse traditions of the South. And it's great to have you here, Brett. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. So like I mentioned, I'm very excited to have you and your team be a part of uh, our annual Grill Hampton event on August 5th. But I really would love for you just to share a little bit more about, you know, your background and involvement in Blue Smoke and, you know, obviously passion for, for good old barbecue. Sure. Uh, so yeah, so I was yeah, I was born in Atlanta. I was only there for like six weeks, so it doesn't truly count. And especially oh, my I'm mom, right. yeah. <laughs> my mom is born and raised mid city New Orleans, so she and I are like Saints fans, like through and through. And so there's a big Saints versus Falcons rivalry with the Atlanta Falcons. So people back at home in New Orleans for sure. Don't worry, I don't really claim Atlanta too much. No shade to Atlanta, but yeah, childhood was definitely in Texas. Uh, my dad's a native Texan, had a lot of barbecue exposure there. I don't come from a barbecue family by any means, but mm-hmm. I was definitely, it was part of, you know, you're in Texas, you're going to get barbecue for sure. I remember going down into central Texas, a town called Belleville with my papa where he lived and we'd go and, you know, get some side of the road barbecue joints here and there. And like, it just everywhere in Tex-Mex and barbecue, just, you really can't take a turn without getting good food somewhere. And then my mom and my granny, godmother all in New Orleans, you know, just like surrounded by food, surrounded by flavors all the time of like this unique epicenters of food. That's kind of the South. There's not a lot to do sometimes, but to eat food, you know, just have a good time with friends. A lot of, you know, the social aspects are outside, uh, which is one of my favorite things about barbecue in general. It's, it's a party, you know, you bring people outside, there's something primal about it, something, you know, ancient people gather around fire, you know, like just like men in a circle grunting at the flame kind of a thing, you know, as yeah. you know, like, long cooking brisket or, you know, grilling chicken or, you know, even flipping a burger on there. It's, there's something really, really, there's a connection with fire that I really, really enjoy with barbecue for sure. Yeah. Blue Smoke, we opened up in 2002. It was a, a love project by Danny Meyer, who is our CEO and founder of Union Square Hospitality Group. 
he is from St. Louis, Missouri, and so he wanted to bring that his barbecue culture to the city. The cool thing about Blue Smoke, when we opened, there really wasn't a true barbecue restaurant in the city proper. We had some place on the outskirts, uh, but primarily uh, barbecue was new to the city. And so Blue Smoke, we acted as this like um, this educator, this teacher, and we showed people this is what a Texas brisket is. This is what a Carolina pork or a Memphis baby back rib, a Kansas City, a St. Louis spare, you know, Kentucky mutton, you know, you can go on and on. But like as we've gone on, you know, there's so many other great barbecue spots out there now over the last 20 years. You got really, really great places, hometown barbecue, pig beats. There's lots of great smaller places popping up here and there, you know, bark barbecue, uh, tycoon barbecue. A lot of people out there doing really great things. But Blue Smoke, we've kind of been that staple in the city for the last 20 years. Um, really proud of our history of education. And now we're really just like refining ourselves of what is New York barbecue? What does that even mean? Because that's the great thing about this city. There are people who are born and raised here, but a lot of this city is an immigrant city, either by culture from other countries or by other states and bring in their traditions and their food, their flavors into the city. And so how do you take something like barbecue in a city like New York and how do those two come together? And I think that's kind of the journey right now. Um, myself and the team at Blue Smoke are trying to discover. So talk to me about what your favorite dish is. I mean, I got to know what your favorite barbecue is or what you serve up. That's your ultimate favorite in uh, at Blue Smoke. Yeah, um, I think barbecue wise, I think I'll always love brisket. Brisket is my the thing that draws me to barbecue. It's what I think of first yep. and foremost. For me, I love a good marbled slice of brisket. I love the fattiness of it. I love getting the bark on there. You know, I love it with some raw onion or like a pickled jalapeno is really great on a sandwich. Can't beat it. For me also, I guess on the menu right now, I got to name a dish after my granny, Irma Jean. She got a, there's a fried chicken dish on the menu named after her. And so, I, you know, I might be partial, but I think it's well, some of the best fried well, chicken in the city. So when you talk about reimagining, what, what do you think of in terms of that when you're thinking about how to update your menu or do stuff differently? I think that's just kind of the process is to, is to think, what does that even mean? Because, you know, most, if not all of barbecue is just a passing down of traditions from pitmaster to pitmaster father to son, son to daughter in the background, you know, everyone just cooking and like telling stories, which is kind of what barbecue is, is people get, like I said, gathering on a fire and just, you know, telling each other stories and talking about the, the technique. And for me, it's like, you know, just because it was done this way forever, do we have to keep doing it this way? Can we learn from other people? Can we draw on the barbecue community and people who have brought, you know, their skills to New York whether it be a fine dining technique or, you know, something from Chinatown or something from, you know, uh, Murray Hill, you know, anywhere and everywhere you can draw inspiration. Like it's not really hard to find that type of inspiration in the city. And so how can we utilize that to, you know, maybe do something, you know, still true to barbecue, but something just maybe a little elevated or something just thought in a different way. Well, what about the everyday person that, that wants to go out there and use their barbecue? Are there any like tips that you can give people in regards to grilling or any yeah. secrets that you could share? Yeah, I think, well, I think one of the first things to think about is what is the difference between grilling and barbecue? And they've, they're two different cooking techniques. You know, you can grill a burger, but you really want to barbecue a burger, right? You would grill mm -hmm. a piece of chicken, but you could also barbecue a piece of chicken. It's just a technique. Barbecue, in essence, is low and slow with some type of fire and smoke that really there's a chemical reaction that happens with the meat itself. So if you're going to have a backyard grill out or practice barbecue, maybe you got yourself a little smoker or some monstrosity of a smoker and you're trying to give it a run. I think one of the first things to know is that you probably will fail and that's okay. It's okay to make <laughs> mistakes. You know, there's always chili. You could always make chili with a leftover brisket. So they always use that. But, you know, I think 
just enjoy the process, have fun, crack open a beer or two and just get, gather some friends around and let them be your little guinea pigs, but enjoy it. That's what barbecue is, is storytelling and having a good time. So make sure you're doing that. What about from a grilling perspective? What's your favorite thing to grill? Man, you know, I have a lot of memories of just like basic grilling, like a ribeye with my dad in the backyard growing up. And so for yeah. me, like, man, yeah, like a grilled, any type of animal fat has been like licked by the flames a little bit is my favorite thing, like chicken fat, pork fat, but specifically <laughs> some beef fat and a, a ribeye just really will set me off that with like, just some like chimichurri, which is not something he would do. But like, I love like, you know, that type of like fresh herbs and oil and slice, like just like a nice mid rare ribeye with some chimichurri on it. Like that will just, that will send me places for sure. You're getting me hungry. <laughs> you know, Blue Smoke, obviously it's, it's based in Manhattan. How did you guys fare through the pandemic and, and how are you guys doing now coming out of it? Yeah, well, you know, like everybody, we didn't really know what the lasting effects were going to be. You know, at first it was, uh, oh, well, maybe two weeks will be closed and we'll come back and it will be done. You know, before we had a spot out in City Field and a spot out in JFK. And then we had our original location on 27th Street that opened in 2002. And then we had our other spot that we're at now in Battery Park City, which has been open for 10 years, opened 10 years ago. And uh, when we reopened, we decided to go to Battery Park City to, to reopen it. It's a little tighter of, of a restaurant, able to really, there's a, a larger uh, residential community in that area as, as well as businesses. So as businesses start popping up from, you know, a business perspective, we felt like it would be the better locations to open up. We definitely, you know, some things went along the way, you know, with all of COVID. And one of the biggest ones for us was 27th Street. Fortunately, we had ended up closing that. There were some agreements with landlords, you know, as the story goes for many of our of our uh, fellow restaurants in the city. But, you know, we're still holding strong down in Pratter Park City, doing new things. We've got a great team. They're here working every day. You know, we've, you know, had to go through the, the all the challenges that COVID presented us, you know, indoor dining. No, never mind. No, no, only outdoor dining and takeout, which, you know, we've been doing takeout for years, but on this level, never like it before. Now we're doing, you know, much more large takeout orders, you know, catering more businesses in ways we haven't done before, doing national deliveries with Gold Belly and other platforms like that as well. Just really trying to utilize any in all revenue centers we can just trying to cast the biggest net we can to still stay out there let people know that we are still here because that's been a battle for us as well as once you say you close a long-term building like the 27th street location people see blue smoke is closed and then that messaging of wait wait i thought y'all were closed versus you know who's open where so letting people know that we are still here yeah. we're still rocking 20 years going strong well it also goes to show you the benefit of having a restaurant in a very residential area versus mixed-use area right Absolutely. How did you see the difference in business also with catering and parties? I got to imagine that's a big part of every restaurant business, whether or not oh, yeah. that's coming back. Oh, it sure is, especially as the city is waking up, you know, in, in a way coming back, you people are kind of over the getting everything delivered all the time or, you know, they kind of want to go back to some sense of normalcy. They want to be back in the office, maybe not full time, but bits and pieces. It's good to socialize people, maybe get out of the house, maybe get you know away from the, the family and the kids sometimes, you know, an escape. And so we've definitely been seeing an uptick of, we did like sandwich programs where we would be delivering, you know, 300 sandwiches to a business down here a day, you know, or uh, four work days a week, doing large pickups. We'll do pop-ups now in people's food courts. Just other uh, companies now are really trying to find ways to bring food and to bring different experiences into the office and ways yeah. that it wasn't before. Sure. Well, you gave us, you know, your thoughts on favorite grilling and barbecue, but what advice can you give on prepping meat? I feel like that's like a big part of like, 
the yeah. process is like what you do maybe the day before the morning of yeah yeah, so yeah. What advice can you give on that you know for a lot of things i'd be careful with there's certain there's i mean that's yeah there's a lot of answers uh to that like i mean so it depends what you're cooking but to me it's always think about flavor and how can i impart it will this make it more delicious so what can i do to take it to the next level so with chicken you could brine it that would be something how do it can make it juicier you can impart flavor you can inject things you could do an aging process on things if you wanted to you could cryo back something if you wanted to to increase flavor you could do a dry rub you could do a rub in the moment if you're grilling something you could add a little flavor just instead of just basting it with butter you could take you know, a garlic butter and then take some herbs and hit it in that butter and then, you know, mop it with that. So you're imparting more flavor with the herbs and with the butter and with the garlic and really just creating a scene. I would say that a lot of people like to season meat and they think like, oh, I'll just, you know, marinate it in this dry rub overnight. Right. Not all meat needs to do that. I like to season almost as late as I can because wow. I don't want any type of like a curing effect to take place. Like if you're doing like a brine, like if you're doing a pastrami or something like that, then of course you'd want to do that or like a bacon. But some things like I, you just want to taste the meat. And if you season it too far ahead of time, the curing process will start and it can almost change the overall effect of your finished dish. Well, listen, I don't know about the listeners, but I'm getting very hungry, Brett. <laughs> just <laughs> talking about this stuff. And honestly, yeah. I hope people will come out and support you at Blue Smoke. You guys are a major institution and part of the culinary scene in New York City. And I'm glad we're able to bring you all the way out to the Hamptons for our big grill uh, Hamptons event, the dance taste event on uh, Friday, August 5th. And I really appreciate, you know, you being with us and, and sharing your expertise. No, it's been a pleasure. I can't wait to get out there. This is my first time ever to the Hamptons. So I'm going <laughs> to try to soak it up and enjoy the I community as much as I can. Oh yeah. I'm very excited. I can't wait to get out there. Well, I know people can't wait to bite into your uh, food. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. Really looking forward to it. Thanks again, Brett. Awesome. Thank you so much. You have a good day. This is the Schneps Connects podcast. Make sure to listen to this episode and all others at podcast.schnepsmedia.com or stream us on all major podcast networks. <laughs>